Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bronx Nation and Magic Round is upon us. Um, obviously, we'll, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room, the game that happened last week um, or this past weekend against South Sydney. Well, didn't they give us a reality check? Um, but in saying that, Payne Haas was out. Sure, we're not, you shouldn't keep you know your hopes on one player for the team, but there's also a few other players out, but that's no excuse. In my opinion, the Broncos should have, if they didn't get the win, which they didn't, it should have been a, you know, six to eight point game, not a rubbing like it was against South Sydney. Um, excuse the pun, but the Broncos really dropped the ball, in my opinion. I I mean, in our messages throughout the week, Dylan, you said to me that you think this is the beginning of the end for the Broncos season. Um, I tend to be a little bit more optimistic because it's only round 10 now, not not like at a, if we if we're still going around this sort of bullshit at around round 17 then I'll start to be like yeah okay you know whereas I'm still optimistic from this point till about round 17 but what are your thoughts on the absolute like basically annihilation because no team has done that to us this season at all you know when we did lose the other game it was by a few points to the raiders not that many points to the rabbitos what are your thoughts i remember saying in our um live show just before the game on the weekend that um Rabbitohs aren't a team that's going to be just by 50. They're sort of just going to be just by... Next know, minute. <laughs> next minute. So, yeah, I think it comes down to... Um, it's a bit of an like attitude thing. We played well in the first half, but the second half we just come out and they just... Yeah, they literally just, just... They just schooled us, is what they did. They gave us a lesson in don't get too up yourself, you know? Don't get too confident. Don't get too comfortable. And, like, yeah, I, th- I think what we... Which Rather I was, I was tra- actually going to say, the, sorry to interrupt, the last few weeks we've been that. We've been a bit too confident, a bit too comfortable, and it's almost bitten us in the ass a few times where we've had to claw back the win or we've or we've almost let the lead go across the last few weeks. And it really showed that last week we were a bit too comfortable, even though I'm talking like going into the game, not just you know playing the game. They were a bit too comfortable, a bit too confident, and the Rabbitohs exposed that um, mental weakness in us. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like I'm going to cover pretty much one of our topics in today. Yeah, go is, for it. Um, strength and weakness. I'll cover the weakness, and I think it's we try and overplay things too much. Um, Reynolds is there. He's 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 really composed, and it just seemed to me on the weekend that it, he was still sort of doing both, like role of both halves. I think and that it, because Jock Madden, he was trying to do the as in. Um, Adam Reynolds was trying to do the role of both halves because Jock Madden just wasn't it. His kicking game wasn't as good as as I thought it would be. Don't get me wrong. On in our live show last week, I said I don't. I'm not really sure what to expect from Jock because we hadn't seen a full game from him in general. Um, and I think last weekend's performance proved as to why we haven't seen him yet. He's literally yeah. He's a last well, option. He's in his twenties. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, with only a few games of first grade experience, it's it's pretty evident on the weekend how we played. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Of, Sorry, what? There's a lot of plenty of time for him to develop. Oh, there is. There is absolutely plenty of time to develop. Yeah. But as we were saying this past week, obviously Sam Walker is possibly no longer going to play at the Roosters, and you were saying you'd love to see him at the at the Broncos. Where does Jock Madden fit into that? If if you're wanting to see him develop, you, you won't. No, well, that's it. Um, so, so where does Jock Madden sit? Does he go to another club? Uh, I think he'll have to. 
Yeah, maybe Titans or someone. I don't or, know. Or but... will the Broncos show faith in him and keep him and not go for Sam Walker? Well, it's either one or the other, I think. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, Sam Leave it. Um, It'd be great to yeah. see another Walker at the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, Walker's on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, um, yeah I seen this morning that all four Queensland clubs are, ch- are chasing Sam Walker. But I don't yeah, know if that's so, a sounds about right. Well, I mean, well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Leeds aren't aren't chasing him because he's a he's a boy. He was born in Leeds, so you know. Yeah. Bit. And, and speaking there. of leads, before we get into our main main part of our episode, um, big mention to Dylan. He's possibly, as in ninety eight percent confirmed right now. At this point, it's ninety eight percent sure that he'll be over in England in July, and he will be going to the Saint Helens versus Leeds Rhinos game at Totally Wicked Stadium, which is a Saint Helens game. It'll as in home game. It'll be on the twenty eighth of July. This is just a. It's not absolutely confirmed. It's still ninety, which is ninety eight percent, which is still pretty good. Um, chance that he'll be over there. He'll be at the Leeds Saint Helens game. I'm a massive Leeds tragic. Anyone who knows me knows I've got my wonderful Leeds tattoo over here. Um, you know, I bleed Leeds United and Leeds Rhinos. I have heritage in Leeds. So, mate, you are doing what I have always wanted to do, which I will eventually do at some point in my life, and that's go to a Leeds Rhinos game. Um, so, well, it was for the Ashes, and the Ashes are sold out. So, yeah, well, that's well, well, the next best thing is to go over there during that because the Premier League will be finished by then. So, yeah. you can't really go to an English soccer game over there, but that'll be good. To, that'll be good stuff for you, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. be repping the. Fuck yeah, wear, wear the Broncos jersey or the Bronx Nation shirt or whatever. Um, but definitely yeah. bring me back some Leeds kit. <laughs> Even if you don't go to a Leeds game, bring me back some Leeds kit. That's like, oh, like, uh, and, and as I'll edit this bit out. But as I said, I actually, I probably won't edit it out. I'll give you the money to bring me back a Leeds, a, a Leeds kit of Leeds United and Leeds Rhinos because the only shit I can get over here is I have to order it from England anyway. So fuck it. Anyway, um, Let's get back to our main topics at hand. First of all, huge... so go ahead. Why'd you blow the back? Yeah, that looked pretty good last week. Oh, it did, but it's just more, it's too distracting for people who may want to see the background. It's like, yeah. oh, they'll be focusing on everything around rather than yeah. what we're talking about, which it is a good background. Um, yeah. I think what I'll do is during our live streams, I'll have it unblurred sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, huge shout out to all of our followers, fans, listeners, um, you know, people who like our page, especially our fans in Papua New Guinea, mate, you guys are next level. Uh, followers questions. Um, we covered them in the live stream last week, but one in one in particular stood out. I can't remember which one it was, but you messaged me about it. So while you search for that, or honestly, don't worry about it, we'll we'll cover it in our next episode. Um We've done the South recap. What went wrong? Um, we all basically cover what went wrong. We, ben, ben. It, it's, it was honestly just a clusterfuck. I don't see it happening every week for us. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I still see the Broncos as a finals contender, but I don't see him. Um, but I don't see him putting having that many points put on him. Maybe, maybe once or twice more this season it'll happen, but not regularly and not too often. I hope. Um. What is your favorite rugby league moment? Jeez, mate, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a um open-ended question. There's so many favorite rugby league moments. Mine isn't even a Broncos related moment. Oh, actually two of them. One of them is, one of them isn't. So what's your favorite rugby league moment? 
Oh, geez, I put this question to you, and I didn't even, I couldn't even answer mine. So, mm. like, are we uh, talking, are we talking rugby league match, or are we talking community? What, like, at what, at what point does it end being a favorite rugby league moment? It could be anything. I, I yeah, what, well, like, I would say, um, you know what? Probably- you know what? We'll, we'll we'll go with we'll put this first of all as a question to the listeners. What is yep. your favorite rugby league moment on the field and off the field? Um, my favorite two on field ones would be the uh, Scott Sattler tackle in the two thousand and three grand final on Todd Byrne, and yep. the Sean Berrigan try in the two thousand and six Broncos prelim against the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, um, mine's a bit different. Like, if we're mm-hmm. going favorite. I think for the game itself, I think that the Thurston field goal, the year that Souths and the year that Souths won the grand final, I think that was huge for rugby league. Mm, it was a blowout what... score, so I don't know if it was really a big for rugby league. But yeah, go ahead. It's like I'm not even I, I'm born to hate Souths, but I think for the game itself, that was massive. Uh you see, I hate I hate Souths. Um, and they've only got, in my opinion, one premiership technically because, sure, they may have 21, but they only have one since their reinstatement. It's like saying, what? it's like when people say, oh, the Dragons have like 11. No, they don't. St. George Dragons do, not St. George of Lawara. Like, yeah. at, what, at what point does it end? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, if your life was on the line and one player had to kick a goal from the sideline to save your life, who would you choose? Well... I'm going with Hasm. There's no ifs, buts, or coconuts about it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'll probably agree with you, but I'd probably go Johnny Thurston, to be honest. Well, he missed one. He missed the most important one from the sideline of his career. Since then, he's nailed like pretty much everyone that's been on the line. Like Origin, he's last of Origin with a broken, busted shoulder. He kicked the kicked us home. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. That's fair. You go Thurston. I'll go Hasm. Yeah, yep. that's fair. I reckon both of them will, will get us home in, like, will keep us alive in that respect. Who's your favorite rugby league commentator, former and current? For, it's a cop uh, out to say Rabs. It's a cop out to well, say Ray Warren. All time Rabs. Um, current would probably be, um, I think, I don't know if you agree with me, but Vossi. Well, Vossi is my uh, favorite of all time. Like people, don't get yeah. me wrong. Ray Warren is great. He is a legend. He is in the Hall of Fame, the NRL Hall of Fame for a reason. Um, you cannot take away everything that he's done for the sport in general, let alone his commentary skill and prowess. But Vossi is my favorite current and former technically because he's been doing it for years as well. I had the, I had the honor to um, commentate the Legends of League uh, competition a few years ago alongside Vossi. It was an amazing experience. He is the nicest person anyone will ever meet. He gave me all the time in the in the world for like he had all the time in the world for me that day. I was such a nice guy. So I'd definitely say Vossi as well. Pardon? Great sense of humor as well. Oh, oh mate. Like we were cutting <laughs> laughs left, right, and center all day. It was so good. <laughs> such a funny, such a funny bloke. It is Warren Smith uh, is up there. Opinion. Oh, Warren Smith, yeah. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. I'd probably give him an honourable mention. I wouldn't put him in my list, yeah. but I'd give him an honourable mention, yeah. If there's one rule you could bring in or take out of the NRL, what would it be? Mine would be the bunker can rule on forward passes. Okay. One rule to take out is once a try scored and the referee rules it, it's a try, yeah. it's a try. Can't take it off him. 
nah, you can. And I think right. there's ninety percent of the time when it's been when it has been reviewed by the bunker, it's been proven that the the ref got it wrong, calling it on field as a try. Yeah, I'd rather them go to the video ref every time than them to rule a try because, like, I was at the game the other night and you, which you know, game? Crag, oh yeah, yeah, the Broncos Rabbitohs yeah. game. And the crowd goes off, including myself, for a try. And you, you sitting back, you're not sure. You're like, hope well, you got it there. Well, well you, you uh, see, you see, the thing is, I've been at games where a try has been dis- where a try has been allowed on the field, and then it's gone to review. And there is a big difference between knowing when a try is absolutely a try and when it's going to go to the when the bunker is going to review it. You can tell the difference. You you don't worry about not knowing because all you have to yeah. do is see how they're set up on the field after the try. Oh, if, if, the, if, if the kick is waiting, then you know, right, they're going to go to review. It's it's yeah. it's quite easy to spot on the field when you know if, if it's going to go to review or not. So that's why I'm not mad about it being taken off or or whatnot. I see your point of view, though. Um, however, I think it's, it's good because at least it gives the ref the confidence to blow the try and the bunker can still, um, you know, be like, no, nah, actually, it may not be a try. But, you know... At what point does it become, you know, the bunker has to review it within a certain amount of time? I don't like the amount of time that it takes. It should be the, you know, how it's usually about a minute or two at this point now. It should be if the bunker thinks something's gone on, as soon as the ref blows the whistle on field try, the bunker should be like, right, we're going to review that. And then it's beep, beep, you know, bloody time off. They're going to review it, not let the bloody kicker set up the ball on the tee and then blow the bloody whistle for, yeah. So I think maybe a bit I, of, I think a little bit maybe the bunker needs to act quicker for it. So yeah. Um, also well, another another a change I would do is I would give three captains challenges or two captains yeah. challenges and one coach's challenge. Yeah, a coach's challenge is probably a good one, I reckon. Because the NFL do it; they have um, three. Yeah. They have three for they have three timeouts, but they also have three challenges for the coach now. However, if the coach gets it wrong, they they lose a timeout as well. So maybe if you have three, as in three captain's challenges, three coaches' challenges, right? And if the coach challenges but gets it wrong, they lose a captain's challenge as well, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, or or two captain's challenges, one coach. If the coach gets his one wrong, then the then the team gets one challenge as well instead of two. I don't know. It's an idea that I've been toying with, but- and I think it would be great because it would also allow the coaches it would bring the coaches a bit more accountable than calling out the refs for being shit in the, um, in the press conferences after the game. Cause then it's like, Oh, actually you challenged it. You dickhead and you got it wrong. So, you know, you can't say shit about the refs or if they get it right, then they have every right to criticize the refs that night in the press conference, you know? Yeah. One road probably bring in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just now is, yeah. The two point field. You'd bring What's in the, the, the two point field goal is in, isn't it? No, no. What I was saying is, if you kick it beyond halfway, three points. No, I don't think a player has done that, and I don't think they would even try it. Oh, I've seen it happen. Chris Sandow's done it. I know this is a long time ago, but it's possible. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying yeah. that, like, I don't think you'd see it happen as often. Like, you really wouldn't see it, like, if at all. But I mean, it is possible. Um. Something I just thought of right now, but yeah, it is an interesting one. Magic round tips. Um, <clears throat> let's get the NRL site up. One moment. 
Rightio. So this is before we go with our tips for the Broncos Mongoli game, of course. Uh, one second, guys. Do, 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 do. Just waiting for the NRL site to load. Rightio. Um, Bulldogs Raiders. Well, the Bulldogs are coming off a win, so they'll be confident. They'll be keen. I reckon. I mean, I'm going to tip the Bulldogs. What about you? I'm going to go the Raiders. I think that yeah, beating the Dolphins is not easy, and I think that'll give them confidence. Oh, beating the Dolphins isn't easy, but it is when you don't have a knock-on called on your team. So, yeah, take that out. I think I think the Raiders will get home. Mm, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think the Bulldogs will get the win, but that's fair enough. We'll do the Broncos Eagles. Uh, sorry, Eagles game at the end. Um, Warriors Panthers. Ah, uh, you Panthers. You can't go past them. Even like they got beaten by the Tigers, but yeah. and don't get me wrong, the Warriors are are in a bit in a bit of good form. This season, I just think the Warriors will want to. So the Panthers will want to do a job on the Warriors as a because they got embarrassed last week, and I think they'll be hungry for that win. So I think Panthers by thirteen plus in that game. Yeah, I agree. I'm tempted to go Warriors, but yeah, yeah. Sharks, Dolphins. I'm tipping the Dolphins. Um, I'm actually tipping Sharks. Really, I'm I tipping think- the Dolphins mainly because they'll have the even though it's an away game for the Dolphins. It's going to be a home game all day for the Dolphins fans. They'll they'll pack out that stadium for that game. Um, and, yeah, I think the Dolphins will get the win. Uh, Storm Rabbitohs. That's going to be a tough yeah. one. I'm going Storm. Yeah, I'm going Melbourne as well. Okay. Tigers-Dragons. Dragons coming off a loss. Tigers coming off their first win in fucking eight months. I'm going the Tigers. Um, no, I'm going Dragons. Um I seen this morning that um Zach Lomax was dropped. So yeah. did you see Ben Hunt's poor form last week or this past weekend? Um oh, I didn't even I don't even know who they can't even remember who they played. They didn't played against the Bulldogs. Yeah, I watched probably the tail end of that. Yeah, well Ben Hunt I think made six knock ons unforced. Yeah, he'll he'll bounce back. I think I don't think he win. will. I really don't think he will. I'm tipping the Tigers by eight to ten points margin. Uh Roosters Cowboys. Probably go the Roosters um, got... for that one, I reckon. Yeah, their record at Suncorp's like crazy. Yeah, it's so. bullshit. So I reckon Roosters. Uh, Titans, Eels. Uh, I reckon the Eels because the Titans are an embarrassment to the league. I've gone Parramatta as well. Yeah, fair enough. So then the Knights have the bye. But Friday night, 8.05 p.m., Broncos take on Mongley. Uh, Tom Trebojevic is named at fullback, but... I mean, he won't be too effective because he was playing injured more or less the week before last. Um, Jake Trebojevic is out as well. Um, so the outs are Jake Trebojevic, Morgan Harper, and Toa Fafoa Sipley. Back in the lineup for Mongli are Tom Trebojevic, Ben Condon, Ben Trebojevic, Brad Parker, Raymond Tuaimalo Vaiga. I probably said that name wrong. Tolatao Kola, and yeah, Tommy Turbo, as I said. Um, yeah, it's it's much of a muchness. Martin Tapao obviously plays his former club this week. I don't think Manly will get the win. I don't think the Broncos will win comfortably. I hope they do a job like they did last year at Magic Round, but I see the Broncos winning by eight to twelve points. Um, obviously the Broncos have Payne Haas back, obviously, and we've got Ezra Mann back as well. 
Adam Reynolds captain in the side. We've got Billy Walters starting at hooker. We got we basically have our 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 squad back that we've had the majority of the season. So, eighteenth man Dean Mariner. Don't know how that'll go. Xavier Willison cannot get a look into the starting side at all. It's kind of interesting. Um, Reese Walsh at fullback. I think the Broncos just have that edge. I don't know why or how, but I think they'll get the job done. And also, fuck Manly. What about yourself, Dylan? What are your thoughts? I agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, I think that I I think Broncos would do a job on them. To be honest, you reckon thirteen plus? Without biased, um, I think they'll do a job. Um, I probably shouldn't say that because everything everything I say it goes the opposite way. So. Well, yeah, because you said you said it won't be a, a blowout last weekend, and then yeah. it was. Yeah, jeez. So I'll, I'll say Broncos for the win. Yeah, okay, yeah, Broncos will get the win absolutely. And if you had to put a punt on, like a multi, who would you put as? Who would you put head to head? Who would you put first time? And who would you put any time try scorer? As a three leg multi. Sorry. Um, I we go. Uh, first try score, I'd probably go Jesse Arthurs. Yep. Uh, um, I'm probably go Ezra Mam. Yep. And uh, what was the other one? And the head to head, which is obviously Broncos. Yeah, Broncos thirteen plus. Okay, you see, I'd go Broncos head to head. I wouldn't put the thirteen plus running. I'd just go head to head. First try score, I'd probably go Gatoni Stags. Anytime try score at DCE. Yep, that sounds good. I reckon, yeah. So, and, oh, by the way, anyone who's anyone who's listening to this, gamble responsibly. We do not accept any <laughs> responsibility for um, if you put those two multis on and it doesn't win. We, we are not liable. We are not um, responsible. We're just having a bit of fun by having a bit of a jab or a stab at, you know, at no, a, at a punt. Yeah, so don't be messaging us like people did to bloody Jack White and other players who have cost their multis. Um Right, so there's some trivia that you've got. What are your five questions? Yep. Um, so, question one. Mm-hmm. Who played 5-8 for the Broncos against Manly in the 2011 prelim final against Manly um, in place of the injured Darren Lockyer? Well, you yes, see, I was going to say, you see, I watched this game last night. So, I can't, yeah. remember, I can't remember because I fell asleep like 10 minutes into the game. Don't tell me, though. Um, I'm gonna say, hmm, one second. Obviously, I know it's not Lockie. Um, well, it was because Lockie ended up finishing the game against the Dragons the week before. Yeah. So it was Lockie, but he got injured. So someone replaced him to throughout the game, didn't they? It, um, no, he didn't. He didn't play this game at all. No, he got ruled out. Um, I think he got named, but then he ruled him. He got ruled okay. out. Okay, fair. Um, that's probably why we lost that game as well. Um, hmm. Who was our halves at the time? There was Peter Wallace. He was a halfback for us at the time. Um, Michael Ennis. No, 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 no. Re- remove that. He was in our halves in twenty oh seven. Twenty eleven. Let's go. So oh twenty eleven. So Peter Wallace was there, Lockie was there. I'm gonna say Justin Hodges. Incorrect. It was, was it? Matt. Who? Or Gillett. Matt, Matt Gillett. Gillett. Oh yep. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Gillette was the eight. Next, yeah, nice. Next question. 
who has the worst re- winning record at Suncorp Stadium apart from the Dolphins? Who are new, obviously. The worst winning record. What do you mean worst? Yeah. They have the best winning record, Win- just lost losing against the Broncos. Um, now, are we... Are we talk- Pardon? Winning percentage. Uh, are we talking about non-Queensland teams? Or is it uh, a Queensland yeah. team? Give me that hint. Is it a Queensland team or a non-Queensland team? Non-Queensland. Uh, Warriors. Incorrect. Um, they uh, Raiders. Oh, okay. So they won't win this weekend. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Next um, question. In what, year, in what year did we last beat Melbourne at Suncorp? At Suncorp? I'm, oh, yeah. fuck. Okay. Because we haven't beaten them since 2009. Um, yeah. That's so I'm going to say 2009. It would have been at Suncorp in 09. Yeah. 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 Fuck. We need that to change. <laughs> One out of oh, three I was going to say, before you ask the next question, there's actually a thing going on on Fox League channel. Um, obviously, if you've got KO, you can watch it as well because there is the live channel feed as well, not just the games. Um, and on Foxtel, it's called Bennett Nine Wayne 900 or Bennett 900, where they're showing all of Wayne's most, like all of his wins, not just with the Broncos and whatnot. Uh, they're in mini match form, so half an hour. Long and it's because he's coming up to his 900th first grade game, not including Origin, not including Rep Footy, his 900th first grade coaching game in the next few weeks. So they're doing a Wayne 900. Anyway, the reason you, the reason I said that is because you brought up the Broncos Storm. He they showed the Broncos versus Storm 2003 game where we came back against them down in Victoria. So yeah, right. And the following game after was the Broncos Manly Round One 1988 game, which is fucking gold. Anyway, continue. Yeah. What's the next question? The, the who am I? <laughs> yep. Oh, okay, this will be fun. Yeah. So I was born on July 15, 1988 in West Yorkshire, England. West Yorkshire. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, hold up. Is this a former Bronco? Well, yeah. Okay. Retired. Cool. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, is it a Bronco? Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. Continue. Yeah. Um, I, well, I'll get to that. I moved from England to Bribey Island where I played my junior footy with the Caboolture Snakes and Bribey Island Warrigals, I think. Yeah, okay. Any idea? No, keep going. I made my first grade debut for the in 2011 with the Broncos where I played 128 games for them. Mm-hmm. Jack Reed. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That was just my guess. Yeah. I'm like, hang on. I'm just going through all my Rolodex of who has represented England and or is from England for the Broncos. And I'm like, well, there's Herbie Farnworth. And when he said 2011, I'm like, it's not Herbie Farnworth. I'm like, yeah, Jack <laughs> Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of four for trivia. Not bad. And there was I've five forgot. questions. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get to that. Have you got five okay. for me? No, for but me? I I did have one the other night. Um, Last night, I thought of one at least. It's not Broncos related though. It's NRL trivia. Um, What was it? Which Morris twin? Well, it's two questions actually because it'll be about the Morris twins. Which Morris twin played more first grade games? I think it was Brett. No, it was Josh. Uh, Josh played 327. Uh, Brett played 281. Wow. And which one played in more grand finals? Now, uh, now, oh. now, 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 now. Not one yeah. played in more. Uh, I think it was Josh. It's about even, actually. I can't remember the exact number, but Brett, won in, played. Brett, Brett played and won in 2010. Um, he also played and won in 2019. Josh played in 2012 and lost, and that's it. 
2013? No, no, 2014. Mm, he played in, I think he played in that one. No, sorry, he played in 2014, but didn't play in the 2012. Oh, so it'd be Brett then. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I buggered up that stat, but I do know that it was Brett with more grand final appearances um, yeah. and Josh with more first grade appearances. So that was a kind of little fun tidbit, I guess. Um, I guess we could go with a with a who am I if you if you want to go with one. Um, I've got one in mind. Yeah. I just go, I just want to double check me facts while I'm thinking of it because um, it's going to segue into a quick topic at the end um, as well. So, who am I? Born 21st of February 1977 in Tweed Heads, New South Wales. Um, I made my first grade debut for the Gold Coast Seagulls in 1995. I then moved to North Sydney Bears and I played centre in 5 8. If I, I'll give you one more hint and it will it'll give it away but may as well i am the son-in-law of a former broncos coach oh um oh brent brent tate not no. sure ben i can oh right right so the reason i brought that who am i up is because ben i has been in the news in code sport the other day about possibly leaving or or not leaving his role at the Brisbane Broncos. Um, I have been in contact with Ben Iken. Um, haven't received a reply yet, so we will keep you guys updated as to whether there is any truth to that um, article or whether it was all just, you know, BS rumours and whatnot. I'll just quickly check LinkedIn in case I've got a reply from him um, because you never know. Do, 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 do. No, no reply yet, but we'll keep you guys updated as soon as we have a response from Ben, if or when, you know, that comes to fruition or not. But yeah, I think that because it's not been reported on any other um, news outlet other than Code Sport, I think we can safely say there's no real truth to it just yet. Um, And if there is, we'll let you guys know. Is there any final topics or whatever is that you've got for us? A couple of questions. Um, followers. Yep. Um, there's there's two that um ask pretty much the same question. So Ty Mitchell and Owen J. Math Matthews. Yeah. I didn't say that right, but um, should the rabbits have been deducted one match point? Um, no. And they play management fined. No, they should they should have just been fined because last time a team was deducted match points was a while ago, um, and since then. Teams that have done that have only been fined. So there is that consistency of being fined, not deducted points. Yeah. And, and at, at the point in the game when it happened, it the game was lost anyway for the Broncos. If it was, you know, scores tied or two points in the game, you know, maybe consider deducting the points. But it, it's much of a yeah. muchness, really. So I'm yeah. okay with the fine because we just weren't the better team on the night at all. Yeah. And like to try and kick and scream about a bloke being an extra bloke being on the field when we were down by so much is kind of a shows bad sportsmanship as a fan or a player. If you're trying to say, no, they deserve the points deducted for a shit house game that we played anyway. So I'm okay with the fine. Next question. Uh, so this is a great question. And it's a question that I've sort of wanted to uh, Nicholas, Nicholas asks, um, with it likely that the team will regress next year, losing 
uh, Farnworth and Flegler. Mm. Is this year last chance at a title before no. we have to do for retiring? No. Okay. No, it's not. It really isn't. Herbie doesn't make or break the team. Neither does Flegler. Flegler, I'm glad he's going, if I'm being honest. He's nothing but a liability. Um, I hope that Bennett can get the most out of him at the Dolphins. Turn him into a next Webkey, maybe. Because that's yep. what we had hopes for with him, and he's been nothing but a flop. So I'm glad he's going. And Farnworth, so, and Farnworth centers, we've got great centers. Yeah. You can always buy yeah. a good center. I'm not just saying Jesse Arthurs, but don't forget about Katoni Stag. We've got him till 2025, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't need to worry about that. So no, this is not our last big effort to go for the grand final. I would say a club that's facing that is the Eels this year, though. Yeah, hundred percent. I think they're, um, they're premier last year. No, they they had a chance last year, but their window is is this year. It's the final year. I'd say we've got about three more years of the window before we have to start really rebuilding. Um. Anyway, go ahead. Is there any more questions? Uh no, that was it. It was only three. Yeah, fair. Well, thank you everyone for those questions. Um. Yeah, geez. So, at point of at time of recording, it's currently ten ish o'clock on the Wednesday. Um, so things may change, team lists may change, etc. up until that point of, you know, kickoff. So take whatever we said, read the team lists with the grain of salt. Be sure to keep up to date with the team lists on the NRL website. That's your best place to find it. Um, and yeah, thank you very much to anyone who's been listening, who has dealt with our bullshit and shenanigans of what we've been talking about. Um, yeah, CJ and Dylan out and fucking Bronx Nation and hashtag fuck Manly. <laughs>